Hi, my name is Amy Honorado, and you're listening to another DMN one-on-one podcast. Today, I'm joined by Maggie Massa, the VP of Mobile Business Development at OpenX, a programmatic advertising platform. Maggie also sits on the board of the Mobile Marketing uh, Mobile Marketing Association, who's hosting their annual Impact New York event this week. Good to have you come by the uh, Chelsea offices up here this week, uh, Maggie. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to meet you. Yeah, so today we're uh, we're going to chat a little bit about mobile. You know, mobile's been on our minds uh, quite a bit here at DMN. You know, it's it's quickly becoming one of the preferred mediums for online shoppers and, and consumers. And you know, for you, kind of working in the space and, and being in the space, uh, what are some of the biggest challenges you've seen from marketers today who are trying to adapt and, and you know sort of keep up with the times? Yeah, I think there's two challenges, right? So they say that. By 2019, over 80% of digital ad spend will be moved to mobile. And then uh, currently in 2018, they say of that, uh, of the programmatic piece of that, 80% will be mobile as well. So there's this sort of intersection of mobile growth and then programmatic as a channel. And I think uh, some of the challenges we face is just marketers better understanding how to buy at scale using their existing programmatic partners or channels that they have. So there's just a lot of technologies that exist on the desktop side that are now just moving to mobile around fraud and quality and transparency that should help marketers and brands feel more comfortable and confident buying at scale within mobile. Um, And so we're sort of in that middle transition period, right? So uh, technologies around ads.txt, GDRP, did I say that right? GDPR? Wow, second time. This is going to happen a few times today. Uh, GDPR is, is rolling out this year as well. So there's a lot of initiatives within our ecosystem. Um, and I think we're just sort of in this, I wouldn't say point of influx, but just in this period of as we move through some of these new technologies, um, you know, being uh, rolled out into mobile. Yeah, can you just kind of on a, on a high level, a little bit of the differences between the desktop experience and the mobile experience? Yeah, taking a step back, I mean, mobile is extremely more personal, right? It's everyone's personal devices, right? They do everything uh, on their device uh, here in the US, but if you think internationally, right, if you go to certain countries, everything's done on their device, whether it be banking, travel, um, any type of purchases. Here in the US, we're maybe not as far along on that as some of uh, other countries, maybe in APAC, but nonetheless, we're, we're really a mobile first country. And so the experiences are extremely personal. And I think if you take a step back, that's been some of the challenges within the mobile advertising ecosystem. Um, It's created a lot of fragmentation, which is that there's a lot of technology platforms out there that create really curated, customized experiences for advertisers, which is great for both the consumer and the brand, but at the end of the day, it doesn't provide a lot of scale. Um, So I also think that that's a huge opportunity for folks like OpenX and other programmatic platforms in the ecosystem is to be able to bridge that gap on that truly unique and personal experience within a programmatic marketplace. Yeah, so when you think about creating an experience, it's really about you know two different things. There's the, the creative elements, creating these very pointed and targeted messagings for the right audience. And then you know there's the more technical side where it's delivery. And I think that you really hit on the right kind of bridging that gap. So let's talk about creatives for a second. Um, is it a different, do people, do marketers have to approach creative elements differently? Um, you know, how, they're, how they show up on mobile, what, what that kind of looks like as users kind of approach it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things we talk about a lot at OpenX is making sure that you have a, um, an explicit mobile strategy and bundled under that strategy is creative delivery medium. 
Um, and I think if you think about creative for a second, um, I've seen over time, this has become less and less so, but certainly I've seen um, marketers try to run desktop creative within the app environment. So there's two things, which is that mobile is becoming a video first experience. So if you're buying uh, media on a mobile device, think about a video strategy, not just a banner strategy, because we all have smartphones, we all have devices, and we all see how small the banners are. We could barely see them if, as you get older and older. <laughs> um, and it's just a poor user experience. And, and brands, you know, think about how they want to engage with their users. It's not within a ba uh, you know, banner ad, right? So that's first and foremost. And then, yeah, have a unique, you know, uh, creative uh, team or uh, strategy around a mobile and specifically mobile video. Um, I think it's an opportunity to... You know, there's MRAID, which is essentially the mobile version of Rich Media, so you can have users, you know, engage, click, demo even different types of uh, advertisements. So there's really cool ways in which you can roll out unique mobile advertising, and, you know, marketers and brands should be aware of that. And not just copy and paste, right? It's, it probably saves, co saves costs, which is why they do that, right? To run the creative across multiple channels is totally understandable, but it's also a huge opportunity to engage with their consumers. Absolutely, and you know, there's other, I mean, there's, there's other kind of elements with SEO. I know Google, um, they're making more of a push to include things like page speed and right. loading times into how they're ranking stuff and, you know, that sort of idea of speed and optimization for mobile is a totally different playing field than, than what the experience looks like on desktop. Yeah, you see a huge gap right now between what I call mobile first or mobile only advertisers. So that's somebody whose entire business ecosystem is run on a mobile device. Somebody like an Uber, a Lyft, a hotel tonight. They don't have a brick and mortar and they don't have a you know a desktop, a, a digital website where people can go on and, and make purchases. So it's all mobile. And you will be surprised at how savvy, or maybe not, we shouldn't be surprised at how savvy they are as you know, marketers in the mobile ecosystem, which is, you know, they'll have creative for if somebody's connected to Wi-Fi, right? They'll have creative if they're not, you know? So you can, and using programmatic channels, you can identify those users to serve the right creative, right? And not to mention, you know, there's marketers obviously that are targeting by a, a, a bunch of different variables, right? Location-based data or, you know, any type of data that's, you know, available within the ecosystem and using that to target the right ad. Yeah, so that's exactly what I was kind of, of going towards, the idea of targeting. So once you have this creative and you're looking at the right audiences, how do you make sure that A, you're hitting the targets that you need and B, you're making sure that you know, your messaging is delivered at the right times, at the right moments, um, to the audiences that really will benefit from this? Yeah, so I think it all starts with data and attribution is you want to make sure that you have, you've partnered with some type of platform that can track your user engagement through any type of marketing campaign within mobile. And oftentimes that might mean a new attribution company or different than your desktop, right? Um, you just want to make sure that you're partnering with platforms that can give you the data you need to analyze the campaigns. Um, that oftentimes might be a different company than you're using for click tracking or some of your other types of campaigns, whether it be search, display, et cetera, offline, right? Um, and then from there, absolutely, just make sure you're segmenting the right users. I think the, the thing to understand is there's, there's a lot of data out there. Um, and truthfully, I think there's certain pieces of data that are most important that are most relevant. The equivalent to cookies are device IDs. Um, so, you, you know, always make sure you have transparency in who you're actually reaching. <laughs> it sounds simple enough, but, you know, make sure you're looking at the data and the metrics. Um, and then, yeah, absolutely, location-based data. I think 
you know, there's, you can obviously do the time of day, frequency, all of that, that's still relevant on the desktop digital advertising ecosystem. Just make sure you're employing those same strategies in mobile. It's a different set of data that's going to get you to the same result. So just make sure you're aware of that. Absolutely. And do you think, like, where, where do you think that kind of figuring that out, where marketers can kind of go wrong or get off track when setting up these strategies? Yeah, it's interesting. We covered this a little bit at the MMA, the Impact uh, event this week, um, and they had uh, several great marketers up on stage presenting. And I think the message that I took away from, from a few presentations was that um, don't set it and forget it. You know, uh, don't assume that there's, uh, you know, no fraud, right? Because, you know, where there's an opportunity for sort of, you know, opaqueness <laughs> or lack of data, people will take advantage of that. So just make sure you're using the same methodologies you are in other mediums to analyze your mobile campaigns and reach your mobile audience. And I think that sort of ties back to what we talked about or what are some of the opportunities or gap within the mobile ecosystem is it all comes back to trust, right? You want CMOs to trust mobile as a platform. Um, and I think part of that comes through education. Always, there's always new technologies. <laughs> there's always new products that are being announced, you know, through Google, Facebook, right? Through all of the players in the ecosystem. Um, so I think that's the my general takeaway from this week um, and generally about mobile where it's at today is just make sure that you're measuring and uh, reviewing it as its unique platform, not just as an extension of some other type of marketing campaign. Okay. And that, that idea of trust, too, I know with, with a lot of these emerging, you know, news topics with compliance and data regulation and, and things like that, trust is not only, you know, it, it's at the top, but it also kind of translates back down to even the consumer experience. So, you know, if you're trying to solidify this idea of, of trust within your organization, how does that kind of work and how does that kind of message translate to your consumers as well? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's something that everybody in the industry today is, well, I shouldn't say everybody, certainly at OpenX, we're very thoughtful about. So we've taken um, a unique step and this goes back years. This is um, one of our company tenants, key tenants, which is that we invest a lot in quality, transparency, and trust. So. I think we've invested, we've carved out $25 million this year as an investment into quality, and that goes through internal technologies. Uh, we have a 35-person marketplace quality team to make sure that there's you know, both an advertiser quality and traffic quality. Um, and I think companies that are investing in that um, are moving in the right direction. And so as both consumers and then as brands and marketers and then everybody in between in the industry, I think the most important thing in 2018 is to really truly vet the partners that you're working with. And as a consumer, that could be, you know, which apps you're downloading, what types of data they're asking for. And then as on completely on the opposite um, end of the spectrum as a brand or a marketer, it's, you know, vetting your technology platforms and partnerships to really understand how they're buying media, where they're buying media, how much transparency do they have, you know, what what's the value they're adding, how are they doing the targeting, right? All of these questions I think have become more and more important. Um, and again, that this was a topic that came up at the MMA event, but really it's making sure you're asking the right questions of everybody. Yeah, and it seems like there's a lot of, there's a lot of unknowns and there's a lot of opportunities, which is really right. interesting um, in the mobile space, in this growing mobile space. Um, what are you most excited about? What are you, what do you think is going to come of this, and, and how do you see this space really growing as it becomes more popular? Yeah, so some of the things I'm really excited about is just the maturity of the market. So, 
you know, the iPhone's 10 years old. Um, there's a ton more competition on the device side. So everything has just gotten better. You know, as a consumer, our experiences within mobile apps has been significantly improved over the last five to 10 years, right? Think back to the first few apps that I ever downloaded and how clunky they were <laughs> and then to where they are today, right? Um, and how uh, intuitive apps are um, and, you know, just all of the different types of engagement I can have with my device. So, for example, I, you know, I book, I travel a lot for work, so I do all my, you know, booking on my phone, whether it be through my SPG app or my Hotel Tonight app, you know, obviously Uber, Lyft, right? Like, I have a variety of different apps that help support me and my life. Um, and I think that's amazing. I, and I'm super excited to see that transcend to different, just new verticals or new areas, right? I also think about new technologies like AR, VR. That's super interesting to me, um, especially as I get older. I envision a world where, like, I'm 80 years old and I'm unable to travel and I could put on a headset and I can be in Africa or I could be somewhere else and I can have these unique experiences. So those are the types of things that are just super exciting to me as a, as a consumer. Um, I think uh, it, it's amazing to see how in just 10 years mobile has completely advanced and changed people's lives. So... From that perspective, I get really excited about the next 10 years. Fantastic. Um, well, we're just about at time, and Maggie, thank you so much for, for coming up and joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for all of you guys listening, uh, this has been another DMN 101 podcast. We'll see you next week.